1: The Roma Wine Company of Fresno, California presents.
2: Suspense.
1: Tonight, Roma Wines bring you from Hollywood Miss Bonita Granville as star in Bank Holiday, a suspense play produced, edited, and directed by William Spear. Suspense is presented for your enjoyment by Roma Wines. That's R-O-M-A. Roma Wines. Those excellent California wines that can add so much pleasantness to the way you live. To your happiness in entertaining guests. To your enjoyment of everyday meals. Yes, right now a glass full would be very pleasant as Roma Wines bring you a remarkable pail of suspense. And with Bank Holiday and with the performance of Bonita Granville... Roma Wines, hope indeed to keep you in suspense.
0: It happened the morning after I became engaged to Harold. I got to the bank a little early that morning, hoping I'd be able to see him for a minute before we opened for business. And sure enough, Harold was just hanging up his hat and coat when I came in the door. You see, I'm one of the junior tellers at the main branch here in town. Or rather, I was... And Harold is assistant manager. That's how we met. So this morning, I didn't stop at my own cage, but went on through the gate and walked up quietly behind Harold. Hello, darling. What? Why, Mr. Osborne. Don't you remember me? I'm the girl in your
1: please. Good morning, Mr. Osborne. Oh, good morning, Johnson. <clears throat> uh, Miss Evans, uh, would you step into my office for a moment?
0: Why, Certainly. Really, you mustn't. I mean, what? I didn't do anything. I just said that. Suppose
1: someone had overheard. Don't you see? Well, what if they
0: had? They'll all know about it in a day or two anyway. That's just the
1: point, my dear. They mustn't. They
0: mustn't. But we're going to tell our friends, aren't we? Jane,
1: I thought you understood all that. You know how the bank frowns on office romances. After we're married, it'll be different. Oh,
0: this is different. We're engaged.
1: Nevertheless, my dear, the policy of the bank distinctly. Oh, buoy
0: on the policy of the bank. This is our business.
1: But, Jane, the bank is my career, and I'm only thinking of Of about... the
0: bank. And I'm thinking of our life together.
1: Now, Jane, please be practical. In my position here, I, I simply must live up to the standards of the bank. The
0: bank, the bank, the bank. Sometimes I wish I could meet somebody, just somebody, who hated banks. Wasn't a very good way to start off an engagement. Or even to start off a day's work, for that matter. I went back to my cage feeling miserable. I got out my cash for the day, including the little package of twenty five one thousand dollar bills that a client of ours always called for on Friday. We never asked why. That isn't the bank's business. And I unlocked my cash drawer and put the money away. Then it was ten o'clock. And I opened my window for business. There weren't many people in the bank yet. But at my window there were two men. Good morning.
3: Uh, Good morning.
0: Can I help you? Yeah. Or...
3: This is a stick up. What? Just take it easy and do what we tell you and you won't get hurt. But my friend here's got a gun under that newspaper he's carrying. And I love to use it, sister. What? What,
0: what do you want me to do?
3: Here's a paper bag. Fill it up. All right. And don't forget those 25 G notes that George Oliver calls for every Friday. The, wh- the what? Don't stop. We know all about them. That's one reason we're here. Now don't make any funny moves, sister. If to do, (whistles) it, cadence.
0: I'd often wondered what I'd do if this ever happened, but now I couldn't even think. As I fumbled with the money, I looked at the two men. One of them was about 35, with dark hair and a square jaw and hard blue eyes. The other, the one with the gun, was a nervous, easy-looking boy, about 21. I knew they meant everything they said, I glanced sideways for a moment towards Harold's office. As luck would have it, he was just coming out the door, and he must have seen that something was wrong because he started over to my window.
3: Come on, sister. Snap into it. I,
0: I'm trying to hurry.
3: Who's that coming over here?
0: Why, it's, it's Mr. Osborne, the manager. All right.
3: Just don't try to make any bright conversation. I'll do talking. Right. Okay. Hmm. Uh,
2: Is there
1: uh, anything I can do here, Miss Evans? Yes.
3: Just stand right where you are and keep quiet.
2: What? Huh? Harold. I don't look Harold. So hurt.
3: You've heard of bank's being held up before, haven't you? Oh. oh! Come on, miss. Hand it over. We haven't got all day. Here. Here you are. Thanks. We ought to take her along. Don't be crazy. Come on. We ought to take her. No,
0: you can't.
1: You can't do that. Miss Evans is is one of my most trusted employees.
0: And I'm his fiancée.
1: Oh, you are, are you? Jane. Now I know we ought
3: to take her along. You're a fool, Sonny. Oh, yeah? Well, Harold here don't think I'm so dumb, do you, Harold? Because you know what happens to your girlfriend if you set the cops in us. No. Yeah.
0: Don't do anything, Harold. I'll be all right. I'll be all right.
1: Or suspense, Roma Wines are bringing you a star, Bonita Granville, whom you've heard in the first act of Bank Holiday by Robert Richards, which is Roma Wines' presentation tonight of Suspense. <laughs> Between the acts of suspense, this is Truman Bradley for Roma Wines. Elsa Maxwell is an acknowledged expert on the niceties of dining and entertaining. Recently, she said, Gracious little touches can do so much to make meals more enjoyable. Dine by subdued light. If possible, adjust radio or phonograph for soft, mellow music. And, as the crowning touch, serve well-chilled Roma California sauterne. A most excellent idea for Miss Maxwell. Good Roma sauterne is pale gold, delightful in bouquet, and even more important, exquisite in taste. Created in the Roma tradition, Roma sauterne is always unvaryingly good. The goodness of luscious grapes, selected at peak of flavor richness in sunny California's choicest vineyards, carefully pressed then, unhurriedly, guided to perfection by the ancient wine skill of Roma's famed wineries. Good Roma wines are always delicious, yet cost only pennies a glass. Remember, because of uniformly fine quality at reasonable cost, more Americans enjoy Roma than any other wine. R-O-M-A, Roma Wines. And now, Roma Wines bring back to our Hollywood soundstage Bonita Grandel, who, as Jane Evans in Bank Holiday, continues a narrative well-calculated to keep you in suspense.
0: Why would I tell a couple of bandits who came in to hold up the bank that I was engaged to Harold, particularly when Harold was the manager of the bank? was crazy. But there were a lot of crazy things I did that day that I didn't understand myself until later. Naturally, when I told them that, they took me along as a hostage. And the next thing I knew, I was sitting in the front seat of a big blue car, beside the one called Frank. And the other one, called Sonny, had tied a blindfold over my eyes. And we were driving. Once we drove in somewhere, and for 15 to 20 minutes, there was... A lot of banging and clattering around the car. Then we drove on. At first, I was too frightened to even breathe. Then I began to get angry. Just what do you think you're going to do with me?
3: To tell you the truth, I haven't quite made up my mind. Yeah? Well, I have. Shut up, sonny.
0: I demanded you at least take this silly blindfold off.
3: Oh, no, we couldn't do that, darling. Well. Then you might see how we'd strip this car down just now the hood, and the fenders, and the plate Shut up, sonny, you talk too much. what's the difference? She ain't gonna be around a tight I said shut up! What's the matter? You getting soft? No. But a bank rap is enough without having some trigger-happy punk of a kid. You better not talk to me that way. I'll talk to you any way I want to. Watch out the back for cops. Cops? You don't think the little lady's boyfriend is gonna... I wouldn't want to bet too much on it. But you, Miss Evans,
0: I don't know what you're talking about. All I know is that at least Harold isn't a cowardly bully. <laughs> oh, I'm sure
3: Harold is the perfect gentleman. <laughs> I got a hunch he's also the perfect banker.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. I
3: just don't want to admit what I'm talking about, which is that in spite of anything that might happen to you, Harold will turn us in.
0: He wouldn't.
3: No? Maybe we could check on that. Turn on the radio.
0: What's that going to prove? waves.
2: All the latest equipment for bank Robert, sweetheart. That's us. LAPD. Car one seven. Car one seven. disturbance at 8th and Pico. Disturbance at 8th and Pico. That's all. LAPD. Car one seven. Roger. That's all. Car one seven. Well. LAPD. The general alarm. General alarm. Uh-huh unidentified men are wanted for a holdup of the main branch of the 42nd Bank and Trust Company Sing. and for kidnapping a woman employee answering to the name of Jane Evans Ooh. when last seen was wearing a light blue dress, black shoes, has blonde hair, blue eyes. He done it.
3: See what I mean, Miss Evans? Well, it was his duty. Why shouldn't he? Nothing, no reason at all. It's just a question of who rates the most of the guy, I guess, his boss or his woman.
0: All righty yeah, it. I told him what I'd do. Well, what are you going to do?
3: Well, Miss Evans, I think we'll drive up this little side road here and let you out. Oh? You shouldn't have any trouble hitching a ride back. What? If you do, just try what Claudette Colbert did in that picture, remember? Hey, are you kidding? You heard what they said. She was nothing but excess baggage anyway. Now she's just another way they can identify her. All right. Then I'm even let that guy get away with it. I told him what I'd do to her if he squat, and I'm done. It. You're going to do what I tell you, you? Yeah? I thought he was yelling. Now, what was that you said, Sonny? Oh, all right, Frank, but... Caps! Oh. They're turning in here. Give me your gun, Sonny, and get down on the floor under that blanket. I'll plug him, tight. Get down on the floor. you But so get a fight. I know what I'm doing. You do what I tell you. That's right. Keep covered up and keep quiet. All right.
2: Take off what the blindfold, are...
3: Miss Evans. What, look here, if you Now think... you're going to kiss me, and you better make gonna... a it, because this gun's been I... me your ribs. All right, now, come oh, no.
2: Hey! Well. <coughs> <coughs>
3: <coughs> oh. You kind of startled me, officer. What are you doing here? Well, uh, you must know I'm getting engaged. Is there anything wrong with that?
1: Let me see your license. We haven't got the license yet. Your so driver's we- license. Oh, sure. What's the matter? Just let me see your license. Here you are. Looking for somebody? Just a couple of guys who held up a bank and kidnapped a girl? Is that right? The young lady got any identification?
0: Well, I... Go on, tell
1: him, have... honey. You say we left town in a sort of a
3: hurry. You might call it a sort of elopement. Oh, sort of elopement, eh?
2: Yes.
1: Well, I guess you're all right. But you know, you shouldn't be parking in here in the broad daylight like this. Yeah, but you know how it is. <laughs> sure, I know how it is. You come up for
3: air now, Sonny. They're leaving. You sure? Yeah. Well, Miss Evans, I'm afraid that under the circumstances you'll have to put up with our company a little longer. That wasn't as bad as all that, was it? Well, was it? ha <laughs>
0: ha! Does that answer your question?
3: Yeah. (laughs) I guess it does.
0: Here I was, my life completely in this big ape's hands, and I had to slap his face. I knew I'd made him angry, and what was even more dangerous, I'd hurt his pride. There was nothing to do about it now. For a long time, we just drove along, and nobody said anything. We were crossing a stretch of desert, heading toward a mountain range, and it just passed through a little town. I saw the car pull out of a side road as we flashed by, but neither of the two men did, and all of a sudden my mind began to race, thinking that maybe now was coming my chance to escape, wondering what I could do with it. And then my blood ran cold again, the way they were talking.
3: You're still heading for the same place, Frank? Yeah. The mountain place? That's right about Miss Spitfire. Head, I'll take care of that when the time comes. She knows too much. That's right. If I thought you was getting soft, Frank. What would you do? What, you know what we gotta do, don't you? Yeah. where? Not right out here in the open desert. That's a cinch.
2: The mountains? Yeah.
3: Maybe the mountains. Maybe? There better be no maybe about it. Cops again. Look, right behind us. Yeah. Those others must have got to thinking things over. Tops in the middle of the desert and no one in sight for miles. What are you talking about? I'm talking about this. Honey, <coughs> I've been waiting to do this all day. Oh crazy fool.
2: It's crazy? Get there before they get out that door. Why are they shooting back? They know they've got a bite in their hands now. Don't worry. Shoot if they're tired, you hear? Okay. Why are they shooting back?
3: And that's not supposed to happen the way you saw it in the movies, huh? You? Oh, Me? Yes, you. Get down, down on the floor. Oh, well, what are you going to do? There's only one thing to do now. Drive like. At
0: first I wasn't afraid at all. It was even a little exciting. I kept thinking that maybe in just a few minutes I was going to be rescued, and wondering what Harold would say, and, and at the same time feeling the exhilaration of being in a race, wanting my side to win. And, of course, that was crazy, too. And then suddenly, the car took a sickening lurch. I scrambled up onto the seat again. We were out of the desert now, climbing a long, winding hill that twisted up towards the mountains. The police car was falling behind, but it was still following us. We hit another curve. I, I looked down. And for a moment, there seemed to be no road under the side of my... of the car at all. Only a sheer drop down to a canyon fills a huge boulder a 100 feet below and hit the other side of the curb and straightened out but I was frightened now all right I was weak and sick and scared
3: I told you to stay down on the floor
0: I can't
2: Rick. take it out get your hands away
3: from that wheel you're
2: gonna kill me I know what I'm doing oh stop it oh, oh, might be
3: all right for you, lady, but it wouldn't be so good for me.
2: Oh, I'm I'm so Take it easy, kid. Close your eyes like you're doing the roller coaster. You'll be all right. Oh, what do you
3: think I'm running for instead of fighting? Just so nobody will be killed, not even
2: cops. Oh, Michael, go. Keep away from that wheel. I told you. Oh, Keep away. I hate to do this, but you
0: I saw his fish rush toward the point of my jaw, and that was all. When I woke up, it was mid-afternoon, and I was lying on a bed in a bare little room of what was obviously a mountain cabin. Through the one window, all I could see was the jumble of rocks and boulders piled up against the mountainside. I, I felt my chin. It was sore, and there was a little bruise on it. But aside from that, I seemed to be all in one piece. I told you to uh, be
2: quiet and shut up.
0: Then suddenly I heard voices. Yeah, okay. They were coming from the next room through the crack of a door, left an inch or two ajar.
2: Yeah, but...
0: I crept over and listened. Look,
3: don't worry. I'll handle it. Okay.
2: <laughs>
3: right? Yeah, sure. I'm going down into town to get some grub like I told you. Okay, Frank. You sure you don't want me to... No. It's gone.
0: Okay. I stood by the door, frozen with fear. I didn't need to hear any more to know what they'd been talking about. For a second, I thought of escape. I looked wildly over toward the window. (gasps) Oh! Oh.
3: Oh. Listening, huh? Yes. How do you feel? All right. Oh, I'm glad to see you're up and around.
0: Why? Because it's against your principles to kill women who are unconscious.
3: <laughs> There's a path down the back side of the mountain that leads into the main highway. It's four what? or five miles long and pretty rugged, but you ought to be able to make it before dark if you hurry.
0: Oh. Does
3: that answer your question?
0: Yes, I guess it does.
3: You better get going.
0: How do you know that because I won't? You're going to
3: never... promise me not to, aren't you? Yes. All you have to say is that I slugged you and that's all you remember until you woke up by the side of the road. We'll be out of here and over the border by morning anyway.
0: What about Sonny?
3: I can handle Sonny.
0: Oh, I guess I do owe you something after all.
3: Me? What? My life. Uh Uh-uh. I play strictly for me. I just don't want that punk kid with his movie idea of cops and robbers to be hanging a murder rap on us, that's all.
0: A strange man to be a
3: a crook <laughs> yes. listen just two kinds of guys in the world right guys and wrong guys the wrong kind can be the usual bum with a gun in his hand or he can be a pillar of society that sits all day behind a big shiny desk he can be kind to his mother and nice to little kids and have a lot of fancy excuses and reasons he gives himself or just no reasons at all like me but a wrong guy is still a wrong guy. He's no good.
0: Well, thanks anyway. I...
3: You better get going now. By the way, I'm sorry I hit you.
0: That's all right. I guess I had it coming.
3: And I'm sorry I let you get into this mess in the first place. But uh But what? That kiss. I meant that.
0: Did you? Yeah. Thanks, so did I. Jane. <laughs> hey! They must
3: have trailed us here after oh, all. God, hey,
2: hey,
3: the cops! Yeah? I saw them ahead of me on a turn in the road. I just had time to turn around and get back. Still got the name, huh? Yeah. I was hoping you hadn't done nothing yet. She's about the only ace we got left. Take the south window. I'll take the west one. Don't try to go knocking them off. It'll only make it worse. Just keep them covered so they can't rush us. Uh, yeah?
2: Well, if I get a clean shot, one of them.
3: You the don't,
2: i tell kill you! <laughs> Did you see them? Yeah. Yeah, they're down behind the big rock. That's
3: as far as they can get. That's as far as they could get even if they had an army until it gets dark. We could turn the car headlights on them. They'd only shoot them out. We can hold them, Frank. I got enough ammunition. They can't eat weak. ammunition. Oh. Maybe they can't get up, but we can't get down either. We can't stay here forever.
2: They'll never take me alive. They'll never take me as long as I got a Something, gun. Stop
3: it, will you? Try using your head for a change. <laughs> Boom. Yeah.
0: Frank, what could it be?
3: I don't know. The boys seem to have stopped the artillery barrage, too. What's the difference? You don't think we're going to kid anybody that we're not home, do you? Yeah? Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, she's
2: here.
3: Oh, Frank. Sure, sure, she's all right. Who is it? your boyfriend, Harold. Harold? He came along with the cops. He's on the Forest Ranger's emergency call box just down the road. Let me talk to him. You worried about oh, him? No,
0: no, it isn't that. But let me talk to him.
2: Sure, I am.
0: Harold? Yes. Yes, so am I. Oh, no, no, nothing like that. They've been quite all right. Yes, of course they are. No, there's nothing to prevent them from killing me anytime they want to. Listen, Harold, all you care about is getting the money back. and Me, isn't it? Yes, I know. All right, wait a minute. Frank, you said you were near the border. How long would it take you to get there?
3: A couple of hours. One would put us in the clear.
0: Would you give them back the money and, and me?
3: Will the cops go for a deal like that? They've
0: got to. Harold, what's getting dark got to do with it? Of course you can't storm the place and expect to find me alive. Now, listen. They'll give back the money. Yes, I'll bring it down myself. But you've got to give them an hour's start. Well, you you can just say that they rescued me and and the money, but the men got away. Oh, no, Harold, nothing like that. You've got to promise me. on your word of honor. Your solemn word of honor, Harold. All right. They'll do it.
3: Okay. Are you nuts? That's our only chance.
0: Harold, all right? Yes. I'm coming down now.
3: The she goes down She's there? She's going. The dough is still in the paper bag. It's on the table.
0: Frank, it... Get going. I... All right. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.
3: Harold? Just so you don't have an idea you're getting away with anything, I think you're a
0: dirty liar. I hardly heard and didn't even think about it. I was so relieved. And still so bewildered by everything. Running down the hill with a paper bag of money clutched in my hand. And then I saw Harold crouching behind a rock. And then some policemen. And then I was around the bend and they were all running up to me. And I threw myself in Harold's arms.
2: James. Dearest,
1: you are all right.
0: Oh, yes. Yes, I'm all right. Here's the money. Oh,
1: yes. Yes, it's all here. All right, officer.
2: Okay, Chuck. Let him go. Come, my dear. Harold. Uh, Harold, what's that?
1: Tear gas. Tear gas? Yes. It's quite harmless, really, isn't it, Steve. Harold,
2: tell them. Tell them what we want. Oh,
1: I'm afraid it's out of our hands now,
2: Harold, you You gave me your word of honor. Of
1: course I did, but you didn't you're expect it. No.
2: You knew all the time. What you planned to... Stop it! Stop it! Please, my dear, you're overwrought. Let me go! Stop it! You can't do this! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it!
0: I tried to run back to help me. And I had to watch. I couldn't help it. It seemed hours. It was only minutes, I suppose with the tear gas bombs exploding around the cabin and crashing through the windows as they got the range. And then something white fluttered from the door and they came out. The boy first with his hands in the air and then Frank, stumbling toward us like blind men.
2: All most terrible racking closets.
0: It just seemed to be tearing them to pieces.
2: All oh, right, baby, come <laughs> on.
3: I know, I did though. And you before you left. Oh, why?
0: Why did you let him go? I wouldn't have gone if I. Because
3: he's just the kind that of would have stormed the place. Maybe I couldn't handle. Oh, so well. Frank!
2: I'll help. You. I'll do everything I can. Anything. Please. Skip it. Just
3: take some advice, will you? Next time, be sure it's a right guy.
0: Oh. It's funny. It's like he said. People can be honest and dishonest in so many different ways. I got to the bank early the next morning, too. Harold was already there, waiting for me.
1: Hello, darling. Hello. I'm so glad you're here early. There are some things I wanted to talk over with you. You know, you're quite the heroine now. Am I? Oh, yes. And you know, um, I've been thinking... Perhaps I was a little too conscientious yesterday... Uh, About our marriage, I mean. I think perhaps you were right after all. We ought to... Uh, tell
0: Yes? About our marriage. Yes? There isn't going to be any marriage.
1: Isn't going to be any?
0: I found out something about a girl getting married, Harold. Marriage is something you do second. Oh, second? Yes. First, you find the right guy.
1: And so closes Bank Holiday, in which Roma Wines have brought you Bonita Granville as star of tonight's study in Suspense. This is Truman Bradley with a word for Roma Wines the sponsor of Suspense. During the warm weather, nothing tastes quite so good as a tall, frosty Roma Wine and Soda. And as Elsa Maxwell recently remarked, serving Roma Wine and Soda is smart, 1945-style hospitality. You'll find this delightful iced drink as refreshing as it is delicious. Yes, and Roma Wine and Soda is so easy to prepare. Half-fill tall glasses with Roma California Burgundy or Sauterne. Add ice cubes and a bit of sugar. And for a decorative touch, garnish with cherries or fruit. Here's another suggestion. For a delightful aperitif, sip delicious Roma sweet vermouth, well chilled. Zestful, full-flavored Roma vermouth, both sweet and dry, is blended and developed with all the traditional winemaking skill of Roma wineries is made and bottled in the heart of California's famous vineyards, yet surprisingly low-priced. Try Roma vermouth soon, won't you?
0: Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly two million Ohioans live with a mental health condition.